Yo, what up, what up? Top of the top, episode 132, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. Back for my two-week break. Got a great episode lined up for y'all, man. We're going to talk about this new COVID variant, a possible another shutdown. Getting into all that. Also, versus tonight, Locks versus Dipset. Going to get my thoughts on that. And I'm pull back the curtain a little bit of the podcast, man. Take y'all behind the scenes. Some things went down. I tried to get something set up. Didn't go the way I wanted to go, so I'm going to let y'all know about that. So sit back, relax, enjoy. I'm back. Episode 132, Stash House Podcast. Let's get it. Yo, what's good? Episode 132, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. Appreciate everybody for listening. First time listeners. Thank you. If you tune in weekly, salute. And just an episode, you saw some topics you may want to hear about. Salute to you also. Like, share, subscribe, retweet. Whatever you do to help support the podcast, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Appreciate, you know what I'm saying, everybody being, you know what I'm saying, understanding of the two-week break. One, bro, the reason why the two-week break. One, I just felt like I was just talking too damn much. And it was a point where, like, on this episode, things I wanted to talk about that, was announced like that first episode that got canceled. I was like, dang, so basically all this is is announcements for two weeks ahead, basically. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, well, it do make sense to take a two-week break because the NBA Finals, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? The Bucks got it. Giannis got his championship. They got the monkey off their back. You know what I'm saying? So salute the Milwaukee Bucks. But at that point, I was like, okay, the Bucks doing what the Bucks doing. They got in that groove. I've been waiting to see for like the past two, three years. Pretty much, they got it wrapped up. But I wanted a game seven just because, you know what I'm saying, game seven. But salute to the Bucks. That happened. Uh, what else really happened that I was, I was just going to really, like, drag myself through two weeks to talk about uh, Kanye shit. He's supposedly living in the Mercedes-Benz in Atlanta locker room somewhere for his album. <laughs> he, they, so they say he's doing it for like a million dollars a day. I mean, dude is like a billionaire, so I wouldn't bet against it. Uh, when we get the album, we get the album. It's supposed to be dropping this weekend. A few announcements for albums dropping this weekend I would get into, but yeah, that happened. He had like a listening party, and that was crazy. Now, I salute him on this, and he's having another one for the album release. You know what I'm saying? Supposedly the album release, uh, but he had the listening party at Mercedes-Benz, man. That shit was like crowded, like. A football game, you know what I'm saying? Soccer football game. I was like, fam, all for a listening party, man. That shit is crazy, bro. Like, and you know it. Like, I saw some people like, yo, Kanye just stood there. He didn't say nothing. And in my mind, I'm thinking, fam, he's been walking around with a fucking <laughs> stocking mask, these different masks on for like the past, I want to say three, four months, maybe, if not longer. So I wouldn't expect him to be like, yeah, I'm going to start talking now in a stadium for a listening party. I, was, I wasn't shocked he came out with a mask on. Like, you got to know what you signed up for, y'all. You got to know what you're paying for. It's Kanye West for for one. So the reason him being late is just Kanye. So that one thing I learned, man, just from watching Kanye being a Kanye West fan, especially in his early career, you know, the whole thing a couple of years ago with, you know what I'm saying, Trump and all that. That was weird. It got very, very weird for Kanye within the past few years. And <laughs> honestly, <laughs> the fact that he's divorcing Kim K. And suddenly, 
Like, I'm not mad at him walking around with a mask on, not saying nothing. It's better than him actually talking at this point. Like, I'm not mad at Kanye West for just walking around with a mask on, bro. This is, like, the best rollout he's done since probably Pablo. Even Pablo was kind of weird in terms of, like, he talking about streaming sites and all that. But as long as Kanye being quiet and offers us great music, I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? Like... It got weird for him for a few years, but I always take that back to, you know what I'm saying, with his mom fast. But if he walking around just being quiet and just delivering great music, sign me up. You know what I'm saying? So that happened while I was gone. Uh, really, everything else was really announcements for what I'm going to talk about today in terms of music. But first, before I get into these topics, man, I got everything. New albums, Rolling Loud, I'm going to talk about that. I got a whole bunch of stuff I'm talking about. Y'all know after two week break, I got a lot to say. But before I start, man, I'm gonna pull back the curtains real quick from the podcast. And normally I don't do this, but I just gotta take y'all behind the scenes real quick. This week I intended on having my first piece of content, uh, visual wise for the podcast. Basically upload, if not. A full episode, at least some clips to YouTube, right? So I had canceled my birthday plan. My initial birthday plans were canceled. So I was like, you know what, Tyler? You've been doing this podcast for a minute now. Fuck it. Just invest in yourself. Find a studio in the You see these different podcasts that's like Atlanta based, they all record out like different studios. So I'm like, let me do some research. You know what I'm saying? Email these studios that they record at. Let's see what day rate is for just possibly an hour. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't going to be no big spectacular old first YouTube video. It's just going to be like just me recording with just video purposes. And you know what I'm saying? Like I said, if not a full episode, at least I can chop up some clips. Like, they didn't need to edit it. Like, I'll just go one take it. Like, like I'm just trying to get in and get out. I'm overpaying for one. Like, while doing that research and contacting these different emails, I mean, not email, different studios via email or calling their offices, you know what I'm saying? I was doing that. I was calling calling the offices, emailing people. And when, one thing I noticed off real, I was like, well, for one, for what I'm trying to do with this podcast, y'all know this ain't no long hour 30, no shit like that. I'm going to give y'all 20 to 45 at most. And that depends on the, you know, the subject at hand. Like if something crazy happened, y'all know I'm going to get in depth, you know what I'm saying? Like with verses and Y'all know when I get in depth with shit, but I was just trying to be in, be out. One take it, look, I don't need to restart it. Just send me the raw audio. Because the thing with the audio was, yeah, I'm going to record at the studio audio and have your video recorded. But in my mind, I'm like, look, I got a schedule. Y'all know I drop on Tuesday. So I like, shit, I record there that night. And then I record on Monday, my normal record time, just to know I got audio for Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? The audio don't got to match up with the video. Just know, like, these topics I'm talking about this week, I got to get them out Tuesday after a two-week break. So, I kept that in mind, too. But, fast forward. I realized, either way, I'll be overpaying for what I'm really trying to do. So, I'm like, Tyler, you know what? Fuck you. Chasing. You ain't even a, you ain't even chasing a dream. You just having fun with a hobby you got. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people have told me, yeah, we ready to see the visual aspect. Like, pod, like I said, podcasting for different people. So, some people... Like me, I can drive, listen to podcasts, chill, play 2K, or watch it on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? But you got some people who just rather go to YouTube and watch it. 
And I understand because there's some podcasts that's better visually than they are just audio. It's weird, but that is the truth. Like, you'd rather watch 85 South Show on YouTube than listen to them in the car for real. You know, you got certain podcasts, you just rather see the visual. So I understood that part. So I was like, okay, why not? You know what I'm saying? You can always do that trip over. You are going to do that trip over. Like, <laughs> So why not chase a dream? And fam, when I told y'all, when I tell y'all this is like, if you're from the Phoenix City area and you had to go to the DMV to get your license, permit, whatever the case may be, yeah, it's that times 10, bro. And like, it's not even the appointment. It's like, they just, now I understand, uh, if you, you in Atlanta, you a videographer in Atlanta, if you got other things to do, just let me know off real life. Nah, fam, like, I'd rather, I'd rather like it better if this is how I felt about each. I'm not going to name the studios or the people, but this is how I felt about each of them, how when I was trying to book an appointment for audio and video, they could have just easily told me, like, nah, bro, we got a gig Saturday that paying more than our rate for what you're trying to do. I would have been, I'd be like, oh, cool, babe. I, I totally understand that. You know what I'm saying? For what I'm trying to do, not even an hour. Y'all can get paid that in probably 30 minutes. Please go please go to that gig. You know what I'm saying? But don't just leave me on. Like, thankfully, I'm good at reading people. That's one thing I'm blessed to have. The knowledge of, like, reading people, understanding situations, is just know when to back off. And probably my favorite attribute <laughs> in certain times, I'm just one stingy-ass dude. So when it comes to money, I'm not just quick to just give my money to somebody. You know what I'm saying? So... Nonetheless, you know what I'm saying, a studio in Atlanta that, you know what I'm saying, so I'm not quick to give money, so all this, I don't do the upfront deposit, nah, fam, like, when I pay for this, I'm paying it full, in person, you know what I'm saying, so they understood that, but it's just like, when emails get taken too long to return back, and you just, like, I told you today, you think I said another day, I'm like, fam, the email clearly says this day, and one studio having audio but not videographers available and shit. Like it's, I was like, you know what, man? I'm gonna just invest in myself the old fashioned way. Save my money, buy my equipment, my damn self, learn how to work it. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that hassle of trying to book a studio, bro, it was like, fam, I totally have a different respect for upcoming rappers, man. Like, I always be like, dang, why brain dropping no, that much music? Dang, why brain doing this? Why he, fam, it's probably hard as hell just to get a studio book. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? They probably think the same thing I'm thinking. Like, fam, these studio sessions ain't easy to book as people make it seem. You know what I'm saying? Ain't like you could just book it like a doctor appointment or nothing. Like, they'll make it seem like that at first, but... Because that was my main thing. I was like, okay, is, is it like a simple... As long as we communicate, yo, I'm booking on this day at this time, I should be good. But me being the person I am, I'm thinking about this. I'm like, damn, if it was this much of a hassle just to book the appointment... I can only imagine the house is going to be the day of recording. You know what I'm saying? Because I highly doubt these motherfuckers will be on time. You know what I'm saying? So, I was like, look, I don't got time to be just riding around the city just trying to find niggas. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, fam, let me just cancel. Go do what I do in the city, man, and just enjoy my birthday weekend. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, fam, I'd rather just do what I know what to do rather than just be worried about, damn, I might just be... Just sitting there waiting and shit. I'm like, nah, man. This much of a hassle just to get in contact to book. I don't even want to deal with your ass today, uh. So, 
it is what it is. Just had to pull back the curtains, but I did intend on having the first piece of visual content on the podcast this week. Didn't go so great, but it will be coming. I'm just going to buy it and research, you know what I'm saying, what equipment to get. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather do this shit myself than overpay. Like I said, that was the main thing. Like, I'm just showing love because what I'm trying to do, I'm really overpaying the hell out of y'all for this. And, no, nah, I'm too stingy with my money to just be, you know what I'm saying, respond to that whenever. Like, when bruh, I ain't going to say no name, but bruh called, I called him. He said he'll call me back, right? Dude called me back at like 8.30 at night. Keep in mind, I ain't never telling my work schedule, so I wasn't tripping on that. But I missed his call, right? So I called back. It was about 10 minutes after I missed his call. Then man said, oh, man, when I called you a couple minutes ago, I was on my way to a restaurant. Now I'm here, so I got to call you right back. I said, all right, bet. I said, I test, I said, bro, I said, hey, man, change your plans. I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? I'll keep in contact with you, though. You know what I'm saying? I like, fam, nah. You ain't about to just hold my call just for a simple this day, bet, how much, bet, hang up. That's all I wanted. <laughs> That's all I wanted, bro. I like, bro, I'm trying to do this, uh, how much, oh, this, okay, bet. Sunday, cool. I'll, keep, I'll let you know. You know what I'm saying? I'll keep in contact with you till Sunday, bet. Hang up the phone. I ain't trying to get to know you, bro. <laughs> I ain't trying to get to know your life story. So, it is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? But... Got a great episode lined up for y'all, man. Got some things to talk about. Stay tuned. Yo, podcast playlist now available. Dipset versus the locks. Just a rough drive for the battle. Records I would like to hear. Not necessarily mean they're going to play it. So check it out. Dipset versus the locks. Podcast playlist now available. Alright, so, jump right into it, man. When it comes to this new COVID variant, man, in terms of crowds coming back, mass mandates, different areas, or, you know, people talking about another shutdown coming soon, whatever the case may be. Here's my last stance on the podcast, unless... Another shutdown happened and I will probably, you know, come on talk about another shutdown. But in terms of COVID, the mask, pandemic, the vaccine, all that together. Y'all know what I mean. I'm looking at it like I do with politics and religion. I just keep my opinion to myself. You want to wear your mask, wear your mask. You get the vaccine, you get the vaccine. If you don't, you don't. I'm my hand. I'm done with it, man. You know what I'm saying? They said the new COVID variant, Rolling Loud Festival happened. I'm going to talk about that. Uh, Lollapalooza, a picture going around on Twitter, Lollapalooza. My thing is, I said this when Rolling Loud was announced coming back and when we get back to festivals, period. I said it during the quarantine, I believe. Whenever the festival start coming back, it's going to look uncomfortable. All the people in the bunch. But I was saying that before the pandemic. I never was the festival type of guy just because those pictures just, and I see the videos. I'm like, fam, you got people who been tuned in. It's like a lot of people just now realize festivals are like this. Like Rolling Loud Festival been thick like that for the past four or five years at this point. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, the purpose of Rolling Loud, like, I'm a, matter of fact, it ain't gonna be no order. I'm just gonna go through the mo, go through it like going through the motion. Rolling Loud's intention, in my opinion, when Rolling Loud really started popping, popping, if you were paying attention, when the SoundCloud wave was not on top because I always felt like, you know what I'm saying, rap, hip hop, the, the origin, how it's intended to be made, will always be at the top when it comes to rap. But the SoundCloud wave was the SoundCloud wave. You know what I'm saying? So that crowd that initially was at Rolling Loud, it was just as deep as it been this past weekend. Lollapalooza, all that's been deep. That's one thing I hope nobody misunderstands that this is like a first-time thing after COVID just because, no, these crowds have been like this for the past five, six years, you know, since, since Woodstock days, you know what I'm saying? So that's one thing that was kind of weird to me, like not saying people thought it was the first, uh, first time this happened, but the way it's being pushed. And I'm here to just to push the positivity of Rolling Loud, man, because I was at home watching it during that weekend, Friday, Saturday, not too much Sunday. So I was watching it just as, a, you know what I'm saying? Look, festivals ain't for me. When it comes to concerts, I've been to a pit area once. I had a chance to rap a show. My homeboy Jake, he had got the ticket for us. We both looked at each other and said, bro, we never doing this type of shit again. The pit area, when you just standing the whole time, no seats, nothing. The best you could probably do is just get to the back of the, the bunch. And even thankfully with that, that wasn't like a mosh pit type of concert. Like That was a chance to rap a coloring book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Grammy winning. So imagine like a... Like an old Travis Scott concert when Travis was coming up. Lil Uzi, Playboy Cardi, all, that whole sound, the SoundCloud guys. Like back when Triple X was doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Juice World, like those type of artists. That's what the initial crowd at Rolling Loud was intended for. And that's how it's been. Last, well not last year, 2019 is when you start seeing more hip hop as the original, like the, the typical rappers, you know, you got Griselda was at Rolling Loud, Babyface, Ray. You got different types of rap that's not technically mosh pit rap. You know what I'm saying? From like I said, you got Griselda, Ojeezy, Kodak Black, uh, Money Bag, Yo, Little Baby headlining. Um, of course, Travis Scott. Travis Scott is like the typical headliner for Rolling Loud. Um, Gucci Mane. Pooh Shiesty would have been the Pooh Shiesty probably would have had the most lit performance of Back in Blood because just to see how that crowd was reacting to that type of music, like when Money Bad Yo, like seeing because let's keep it keep it one hundred. Rolling Loud typically more of a white crowd, and you know you see your blacks and your different uh, nationalities sprinkled in, but technically it's it's more of a white audience because, like I said, the initial crowd was that SoundCloud wave. But now you're seeing, okay, you got more blacks going down there. Now you got different nationalities going down there, down there now because you got the typical, like, money bag, Lil Baby on top. Like, you got to think about who the artist's on top, Lil Dirt. You know what I'm saying? You got those type of artists. Kodak Black, probably, I've been crucial to Kodak Black for the past years just because of his social media. But Kodak Black had one of the best performances at Rolling Loud, and he had home court advantage, being that it was in Florida. And just the way Kodak performed and the way the crowd react, you're not going to get too much of that mosh pit crowd no more unless it's a Travis Scott, Playboy Cardi, Uzi. Like, there's only a few of them left that really give you mosh pit. And toward the bottom of the car, you see some guys who were 
on that SoundCloud way back in the day, and the crowd still like rock with it. So that was my thing about Rolling Loud, man. Of course, all the negative stuff been coming out about it all week, whether it was COVID, different performers, uh, people who popped up on different people's sets. But I enjoyed the live stream. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I enjoyed that Rolling Loud live stream. Lollapalooza, I see, I think they had streaming on Hulu, I believe. They said Tyler the Creator killed his. So that's dope. Um, Her got a festival coming soon. That's more R&B vibe. I can... I can see that's going to be a totally different crowd. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to festivals and concerts for me, that Lovers and Friends concert with everybody on the head, on the, like, it's no weak set. I don't know how they're going to do that. That's the question everybody been asking. Like, literally everybody in the world is on that bill when it comes to 90s R&B and early 2000s and all that. The fact Lauren Hill on there is crazy to me. Like, oh, y'all sure she going to show up. But uh, I don't know. I don't know, man, but when it comes to concerts and festivals for me, honestly, y'all, if it ain't Currency or Griselda, and even with Griselda, they, like, come to Atlanta, like, on weird days, so I don't know. I may try to go to Benny's show. That's, like, in October, November, though, so I got time to see what's going to happen if we do get shut down. Uh, Currency, he'll be in the A whenever, or if I can catch him. If he announced something ahead of time, I can catch him somewhere else, but... Yeah, those are the only two I'm really, you know what I'm saying? Uh, WWE announced the pay-per-view in Atlanta, New Year's Day. So I'm looking into that. But a lot of stuff I'm looking into just really further down the line, like possibly a Falcons game. You know what I'm saying? Waiting on the NBA to come back, catch some Hawks game. Like, yeah, after my birthday weekend, like it's, like I got stuff planned. But in terms of that type of, like when, like crowds returning to arenas and all that, Currency, Griselda, and then I just went to football and basketball season, man. All right, this is one of my favorite portions of the podcast when I show everybody how much of a backpack hip hop type of fan I really am when it comes to hip hop music. Y'all know I'm born and raised in the South, man. You know what I'm saying? Born and raised in the South. I enjoy rap music from all different type of areas, man. And this Dipset Locks battle that's happening tonight, actually. Tuesday night. I'm going to catch me a, a very, very good YouTube stream, and I will be turned in. It's going live at Madison Square Garden. This is this is like versus has become like watching like a basketball game or something. Like, it don't got to be on Saturdays and Fridays no more. Just drop it whenever, and the people that's interested in the battle is going to watch the battle. Like, when the past couple ones been going on during the NBA playoffs, like, I tune in until the playoff game start. Like, the Bow Wow Soldier Boy, I watched that up until the uh, playoff game started. Uh, who else was it? Key Sweat and Bobby Brown, I watched till the game started. Like, you don't got to be locked in. Like, if you rock with both of the artists on the verses, of course you're going to be tuned in. But it's not like a everybody got to be the type of thing no more. You know what I'm saying? Even with this one. You know what I'm saying? Even with this one. A lot of people, you know, as I doubt, you know, too many women probably tune into this one like they did Key Sweat Bobby Brown. You know what I'm saying? So, this one for the rap fans. You know what I'm saying? That's all I can say. Dipset, Joel Santana, Cameron, Jim Jones, Freaky Zeke versus The Locks, Sheik Luch, Styles P, Jadakiss. A very, very New York battle. So, I totally understand if some people don't tune in. 
but I would definitely be tuned in. Uh, Jewel, not Jewels, Jim Jones and Styles P been going on a friendly back and forth for the past. Like I said, this was announced about two, three weeks ago. So I didn't want to come in and just get my full breakdown two, three weeks ahead when the battle was taking place on a Tuesday night. So it made sense for me not to have episodes for two weeks. You know what I'm saying? So they've been having a friendly back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we coming for y'all. We coming for y'all. Making fun of each other. It's been very, very entertaining. Those are the only two that's really been, you know what I'm saying, chiming in in terms of Jada Kiss will pop in here and there. But Jim Jones and Styles P really been keeping the hype of this battle going. Uh, legendary groups, man. Of course, the lot started off with Bad Boy, Shiny Suit Era with Mace. Then they broke off, got with Rough Riders. They really got in their bag with Rough Riders, DMX, E, Swiss Beats. Drag on like it was an era. Like you watch something like that's why I love podcasts. That's how I, I like go back and listen to like shit I didn't grow up on. You know what I'm saying? That's the main thing with me. Like thing with podcasts and watching Drink Champs and Rap Radar, Joe Budden podcast. Like they'll talk about <clears throat> excuse me. They'll talk about albums that I didn't listen to when it came out. You know, like I was on Wayne, Jeezy, like Ti. We was on this like South shit, Three Sits. We wasn't really, unless you were like 50 Cent, I fucked with Ja Rule, I fucked with Nelly in St. Louis, of course Snoop, Dre and all them out west. So, that's what we was on down here, like I'm trying to think, New York wise, who were people, like 50 was heavy down here, like 50 was heavy everywhere, 50 was heavy down here, Ja Rule was heavy, in terms of radio, Ja Rule was heavy, Jay-Z of course, some Nas. But when it, when I grew up, that's when I started like, let me see what the hell Mob Deep. You know, I knew a couple songs from Mob Deep just watching on BET. But let me see what's up with Mob Deep, like albums, Beanie Siegel albums, Jada Kiss albums. But I'm just that's the type of rap dude I am. Like everybody not gonna do that shit. But I just tuned in, just see what was going on back then. It, it matched like seeing Rough Riders on Spring Break in Miami with the motorcycles and shit. Dipset in Miami, Dipset whole swag. And then, like I said, I said a few times on this podcast, man, I forgot what podcast I was listening to, but there was like uh, a lot of people don't credit Dipset with the influence they had on Wayne, right when Wayne started really popping, like after Carter 2 Wayne with the V-neck, the uh, pants with the chains on, they was like, that's Dipset, that's Jim Jones, them whole swag. And like Jim Jones, he openly talked about it, not in a disrespectful way, but he like, he like yeah, Wayne know he... He copped that from us. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not, like I said, it's not, y'all know what the Ben said something about it, but Jim Jones is like an unk now in rap. And Wayne is too, in a sense, but when you go back and look, you like, dang, Wayne did. Like with the whole, like even the Drought 3, like a lot of those instrumentals were Dipset instrumentals. I didn't even know that back then. Like I said, doing research, listening to Dipset albums, I'm like, oh, that's the shit Wayne rapped over. So when you put two and two together, it do kind of make sense. And I'm a huge Wayne fan, but they do got a point with that. But let's get to this battle, man. Uh, I think the lot's going to put it out in the end. Me personally, from my rough draft, from my rough draft, pick, you know, I, how I do the verse, I just pick the songs I really want to hear them play. That, that doesn't mean they're going to play these records, but from my rough draft, it was pretty even. Like, I picked my favorite Dipset songs. I picked my favorite Lots records. And in that, 
I do my favorite Cameron songs, favorite Jim Jones songs. Uh, the one I feel like Jewels could put in. Same thing with the Lots. Like I put my favorite Jada Kiss records, then I picked some Lots records. Uh, but the big difference was when I started adding the features, Lots features on like Reservoir Dogs, both Cam, Styles P, and Jada Kiss are on Band from TV, so they can play that at the end. Uh. But all those posse cuts that the lots is on, man. Shit with Bad Boy, Biggie. Like, they got a song with Biggie, bro. They got a song with Biggie, that 24 Hours to Live with Mace. Uh, that Blackout with DMX and Jay-Z, the lots song. Like I said, Reservoir Dogs, Jada Kiss, Styles P, uh, Sheet Loose. They on Reservoir Dogs on the Jay-Z album. Um, it was another banger they was on. But that's when that's when it started to, and then the Dipset records. I personally picked my favorite ones. It's not gonna mean they're gonna play it. They gotta play. I really mean it. Like the first ten are gonna be tough. But another thing I uh I came up with that's the difference maker. Combined with the posse cuts, combined with the legendary trash that the Lots got, Dipset outside of just straight up Dipset records. The only one I think that can really put their own personal records in is Cam. Of course, Jewel's gonna have the uh, the dip set. Jewel's dip dip sand. Like that's gonna be hard. But if the lots play fucking blackout, <laughs> like I'm not trying to hear Jewel's dip dip Santana set set. If the lots play blackout, that's just me personally. But Jim Jones, y'all know I talk about Jim Jones music now. But that we fly high, no lie, balling. Yeah, that's a record. But if Jada Kiss and Styles P do that, we gonna make it. I don't wanna hear shit about no balling. If we gonna make it, gonna come on. So that's the thing. But Cameron got some ones out Purple Haze, the Cajon With Me album. Like if Cameron play Losing Weight Part 2, that's probably a point for Cam. Or at least a tie. If Cam play the intro, if Cam play the intro to Purple Haze album, that's a point for me personally, but that just me. I doubt Cameron plays the intro to Purple Haze, but if he do, that's a point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Cam got some one. It did say, like I said, did say gonna play. I really mean it. I'm ready. Um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, if Joel's do, who am I? You know what I'm saying? After all he been through, I would love to see Joel do who am I, but that'll probably be a but no, cause if Juels play Who Am I and Jada Kiss do still feel me, Jada Kiss better play Still Feel Me. He didn't play it during the battle with uh Fab. But Jada Kiss gotta play Still Feel Me this battle. So I can't wait to see that. Styles P gotta do I Get High. I'm not really up on Sheik solo, but a lot of the hip hop heads on Twitter and Instagram say Sheik got some features that's for show points, so I'm just looking to see what's going to happen, man. It's going to be petty. So all my New York people, y'all going to enjoy. My down south ass will be watching it on YouTube. And like I got my own person, like Cameron, the intro to Purple Haze, Down and Out, uh, Family, family, uh, what do you call Family Ties, I believe, on the Purple Haze album. He played that. He played that. Hey, Ma. Like I said, Losing Weight Part 2, of course. Oh, boy. Uh... Jim Jones could play that Harlem. But the lots, man, when they 
Like, Jada Kiss got his own records I like. But I think the Lots records and those features are going to be the difference maker. Unless Dipset come with a great 20. Dipset got, I want to see, I'm interested to see what 20 Dipset come up with. I'm interested to see what 20 Dipset come up with. I know at least 10 they got to play, but after that, I wonder how they're going to play it. Because like I said, the Lots got those posse records ready, man. You know what I'm saying? They've been a part of some legendary records, so I would definitely be tuned in. Uh... Nine times out of ten, I come back next Tuesday, give y'all my thoughts. Uh, like I said, man, a lot of crazy things been happening. Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook is a LA Laker now. Uh, yeah, I just had to get that in. I didn't mention it at first, but I just had to get that in. Westbrook is a Laker now, and I told y'all, I told y'all during the playoffs, I said, look. Enjoy this young talent now because we know it only takes one trade. Not saying this is a super team because we let go of Kuzma, Harrell, um, and Caldwell Pope. Me personally, I just think we could have uh, tightened them boys up some. I don't know what happened with Harrell and Vogel behind the scenes because Harrell didn't get as much playing time as I thought he should have got in the first round. So I don't know what's the deal with that. I think then they say Caldwell Pope was hurt most of the first round, I believe, or he he wasn't himself. And Kuzma, of course, trust me, I'm not trying to fight for Kyle Kuzma, but I just think Kuzma just need a little tighten up. He could have been something, he just would have tightened up, but he just I understand it. You know what I'm saying? For Russell Russell Westbrook, I totally understand why they let those three guys go. It looks good on paper, but we just got to figure. I, Westbrook gonna get his one way or the other. We know this much. Ant Davis got to stay healthy. And LeBron just, whoever the role players are going to be now, LeBron can do his passing thing, but let's get these young guys going. We need to get these guys going early in the season just in case Ant Davis do go out with an injury or Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing I'm most worried about. The chemistry. Once again, the chemistry. You know what I'm saying? So, let's work on that early. You know what I'm saying? Let's get that going now. Let's, like, Brand yourself. Like, what kind of team are you guys going to be? You know what I'm saying? You got three all-stars on the team now. What type of team is this going to be? Well, let's have an identity. You know what I'm saying? Not not one day come out looking like this, the next game come out looking like this. Like, yeah, let Westbrook just understand you can't have 30, 20, and 10. Just if you got a shot, I understand if you want to take it, but you got to know how to pass it up to the open player, man. That's one, that, that's one thing about coaches after LeBron left Miami I never understood. Then they see the formula in Miami working. Why they just don't copy that formula that he had in Miami? Like, he's still going to attract people when he goes to the paint. He's still going to get fouled. And you got Ant Davis and Westbrook now. So, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? I really don't know. Uh, in other news, Texas and Oklahoma, Oklahoma Sooners, are now part of the SEC. I'm not sure the SEC East or the SEC West. Some more strange news coming out of sports since my two-week break. I don't get it. Why Why? Why are Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC? Why? Why? And I'm not saying that as a, as a big up to the SEC. I'm just saying why would they want to join the SEC when... Okay, Oklahoma, they showed they can have a powerful uh, offense. I'm the last person we need to talk about Oklahoma because they did beat Ohio State 
in the horseshoe. That's when Baker Mayfield planted the flag and everything. So I'm well aware of Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? But we've seen, okay, Oklahoma, they do this, they do that. They have the one loss of the year they don't really need. They may or may not make it to the uh, four, but they make it to the four. We've seen the best they can give y'all is a shootout, right? We see A&M when A&M first came in with Manziel and all that. We see how that was. Just run up the score and just have a running quarterback and do this and do that, right? But why would they – so why would they join the SEC then? Like, I don't, that's not even like a if you can't beat them, join them situation. It's like, fam, you're doing, you're, you're doing what you need to do. In Oklahoma case, you're doing what you need to do in your own conference. You just got to figure out a way. Like, that's the purpose of the playoffs. It has the best four teams in the country playing the playoffs. So, you're not going to be well aware of your your opponent's offense, defense for that one game like you would if you played them every year. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not like a, oh, we're going to play them week four that we may may see them again. No. It's not like, oh, We'll see this opponent that played them in week four, but we we're not going to see that team until like the SEC uh, championship game or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Not like a it's a conference championship game where y'all can meet each other every year. I don't get it. That's just my thoughts on the SEC. I, I just don't get it. I don't understand the motive. I don't get it. But it's something I have been thinking about for the past few years. I'm like, fam, why, why would you just break conferences off altogether and just have – People play each other. It could be like once a month. Not once a month, but once a year. Like how the NFL do it. Like Ohio State will play Michigan twice a year because that's our rival. And we'll play Georgia or Florida somebody one week. Then we'll play USC. Like traveling purpose is the only thing I can see. But shit, they getting paid off their name and likeness. Nah, might as well. Shit, in my opinion. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, just break the conference all together if you're going to do this. Because it, when Texas A&M did, it was still fairly new. But Oklahoma and Oklahoma versus – that's the Red Bull rivalry, ain't it? Ain't that – not the Red Bull. The, the Red River – they rival. That's they rival, Oklahoma and Texas. So you're going to bring that to the SEC with the Iron Bowl and all different type, the Egg Bowl and all type of shit? Like, that's just weird. I don't get it. I don't get it. You doing what you're doing in your conference. Just win your own conference like you always do and just beat this team in the playoffs. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it, man. I don't get it, man. I'm looking to see what Ohio State going to do, of course. Justin Fields in Chicago now. I'm looking to see what he's going to do. I don't know, man. Westbrook is now a Laker. And Texas, Oklahoma are now part of the SEC. I'm not sure. SEC East or West, I'm not sure yet. Either way, I don't don't get it. We'll see how that works out. Yo, thank y'all for tuning in. This has been episode 132 of Stash House Podcast. Miss you guys. Go out. Have a great work week. Stay safe. You know what I'm saying? Be mindful of your surroundings. Drink water. Catch y'all here same time next week. I promise. You know what I'm saying? I will be back next week. So, keep me in your prayers. Do the same for y'all. Salute.